Hi, this is Adriana, and welcome to the Joyfully Fit Podcast, where we talk about fitness, wellness, and motherhood, and how to keep Christ at the center of it all. Hey, you guys, so excited that you are here today because I am pumped for today's episode. This is probably one of my all-time favorite topics to chat about, and also as a wellness coach, it is one of my absolute favorite transformations to see in the lives of my clients along their wellness journeys. I really, really think that today you are going to relate to this episode and also just leave feeling encouraged and that you have some new tools in your toolbox for how to overcome the battle in our minds. So that is our topic for today, the battle in our minds, aka how to combat the lies in our head about who we are as daughters of the king and how to instead fill our heads with truths from God's word. This is a topic that I know all women, no matter what your age, your season of life that you're in, face because I have struggled and gone through this battle my entire life in every single season that I have faced. And let's be real, we are all humans, we are women who are sinful, and we face sin and temptation every single day. And as women, especially as women who are followers and believers in Christ, Satan loves to bring us down. And one of the most common places that he loves to do that is in our minds. He loves to get in our head. And one of his favorite things to do is to feed us lies about who we are. Our minds are just constantly at battle day in and day out, all day, every day. You guys, our minds are crazy powerful. And so today I want to share with you just how we can learn to stand strong in the Lord and what resources, verses, and strategies I personally have learned to help fight the war that takes place in our minds. And so today I want to walk you through a two-step process. And how this process works in our minds is number one, we have trigger. And we're going to walk through different things that trigger our minds. Um, And then number two is we have an option to make. So we can either choose when we face triggers to either spiral or stay rooted in Christ. So let's start with triggers. What do I mean when I say the word trigger? So these are circumstances, events, um, situations, or just simply moments in life that cause us to start a battle in our minds against Satan. And they are often something that happens, um, a situation that we face that triggers our mind to start to think negatively about ourselves or start to believe lies about ourselves. So let me just start by giving you some examples of lies that we often believe about ourselves. So these are um, some things that I just came up with that I face or I hear women say a lot. So lies like I am ugly or I am not beautiful, lies about our body, Um, my body isn't the right shape, I'm too big, I'm too little, I'm not strong enough, I'm too skinny. Um, 
lies about who we are as moms. So I am not a good mama to my kids, um, who we are as spouses. I am a bad wife, um, lies about our abilities and circumstances. I am a failure. I am not good at this. And oftentimes these lies can be categorized into um, things about our body, things about our roles, and things about our circumstances. So what sorts of things trigger our minds into believing these lies? Well, some of the most common ways that I can think of for myself that bring me into these triggering moments are things like social media. Um, And when I think of social media, I think about like comparing myself to other women. I far too often catch myself just scrolling through social media, comparing myself to other women, and then start talking negatively about myself. Um, Maybe amongst our own friend group. So these are people that we see in person, social circles, maybe at your work or at church, um, wherever you find yourself gathered amongst other women. And again, that goes to comparison, comparing yourself to other women in your social circles. Um, Other things would be media. So Um, TV shows, magazines, books that we read. And again, that word comparison, comparing ourselves to women that we see. Um, Another one would be just simply looking in the mirror, getting up and looking in the mirror. I cannot tell you how many times I look in the mirror and I start to just talk, talk negatively about what I look like. Um, And then the last one would just be different, um, experiences that we have and oftentimes when we are facing big life changes big events big transitions in our lives we are just more emotionally vulnerable um, and down and just feeling like we um, are not good enough and that's when we start to talk negatively about ourselves so when that happens um, we react to these triggers and That's what brings us to our our step two, where we have two options to make. So if we are following a negative thought pattern, we start to spiral. And so that's what I want to talk about first. So this is kind of what I don't want us to do. This is where I don't want us to end up, but where we end up far too often. So Following that negative thought pattern, we start to spiral. We start to believe those lies that are filling our head. And everybody has completely different ways that they will respond or react to these situations. I get that. We are all so different. But again, today, I'm just going to name some of the ways that I can think of for myself. So one thing that we often do is negative self-talk. So some of like the most popular phrases that we like to throw around, and I want you to just fill in the blanks here, is I am not blank enough. I am not good enough. I am not strong enough. I am not um, happy enough. I am not blank enough. The next one is I'm failing at. So these are certain things in our lives that we think that we are failing at. Um, Then we fall into comparison. I am not blank uh, or I am not as blank as her. I am not as pretty as her. I am not as um, organized as her. Um, And then the last one, which my husband actually brought to my attention, was using the term I always. So we start to um, tell ourselves that we are 
always a certain way. I always fail at this. I always make the wrong choice. And we start to use these like ultimatums of all or nothing. So I want to just give you some very specific personal examples of things that I've caught myself saying. As, and as I'm reading these, I want you to see if any of them relate to you or can be applied to your life. So here's some of the ones that I thought of. I am not a good enough mom. Um, for myself, I struggle with body image. Um, and one of the things I catch myself saying a lot is I'm too skinny. Um, I am not a good enough wife comparing myself to the way that other people are with their husbands. Um, maybe I don't clean our house enough. Maybe I am not patient enough with my husband. Um, going into my house, that's my next example. My house isn't clean enough. I am not a clean and organized person. So I'm always comparing myself to other women who have these picture perfect houses. Um, I'm not as organized as blank. Um, specific to raising my daughter, things about my child and comparing my child to other people. Their child is doing blank way faster than Charlotte. Or I wish Charlotte was um, as behaved as other kids. Um, specific to my business, I'm not as far along in my coaching business as blank. So maybe comparing myself to other women in the same industry as me. And then as well, going along with jobs, I often catch myself um, comparing myself to other teachers. I'm not as good a teacher as blank. So right now, I just want you to take a moment and pause. And I want you to think of some of the, the lies that you have that are most common in your mind. So what do you often find is filling your mind? What lies do you often catch yourself telling yourself? So I'm sure there are a lot of lies that come to mind. And as you're going about the next like day and week, you're going to start noticing it more and catching it more. So here are a couple of reminders for you when you catch yourself spiraling. I want you to remember that God made you, you. God made me, me. Not your mom, not your sister, not your best friend, not the girl next door. He made you, you. How boring would life be if we were all the same humans walking around, acting the same way, having the same personality. I just think it's so cool that God made us all to look different, have different gifts, talents, abilities, strengths, weaknesses, and how cool is it that we can be the body of Christ together. I look at my own life and the women that God has placed in my life and some of my best girlfriends and just the way that God has put certain people into my life for certain reasons because they have strengths that I don't have and they can be a part of my life and uplift me in those ways. So some examples would be um, going back to uh, having a clean house. I have friends who are like way cleaner and tidier than I am, um, but how cool that they have that gift of hospitality where they welcome people into their home um, and cook and clean and um, bake for them. And that's not, I, I love to host and I do. And if I invite you into my house, it probably will not be clean. But I just think about my friends who have the gift of hospitality. Um, another 
another one that I often find um, myself just thinking really negative about is I would love to have more time at home with my kids and that's just not something um, that is possible right now where we are and that's okay. Um, but I look at my friends who are stay-at-home moms and I start comparing myself and wishing that I had that. But then I think about um, the way that my friends who who are home with their kids can bless me and can watch my kids um, if I need somebody to babysit them. And yeah, I, I also just think about my friends who are amazing listeners because I love to talk. I am a huge verbal processor and God has placed amazing women in my life um, who can uplift me in that way and be a listening ear. And it's just so cool to, to look at your friends and see the different ways that we can bless one another. Um, the next reminder I have for you is social media. Social media is so deceiving, ladies. Please don't compare yourself to others on social media. People don't love to share the struggles, the hard, the real life things that they are facing. And so remember that when you are sitting there comparing yourself to another mom, they often are only showcasing the highlights in their life. Um, so this negative self-talk, it often leaves us just feeling all sorts of things and everybody experiences it differently, but it can leave you feeling stressed or worried or anxious or depressed. Um, and when we face these triggers, we start to doubt our abilities, um, our callings that God has given us and ultimately just our worth. Um, and so when we are left um, with these feelings, uh, hopefully you can learn not to bring yourself down this spiral to begin with. But if you are, um, you can choose instead to just be rooted and stand firm in who you are in Christ. And so let's take um, the opposite uh, path that we could take. So let's just go over that again. We start with our triggers and we can either go down the route of spiraling or we can choose to stand firm and rooted in Christ. So a verse that I want to share with you is found in Psalm 40 verse 2 and it says, He lifted me out of the slimy pit, out of the mud and mire. He set my rock, my feet on a rock and gave me a firm place to stand. And I love this because it is just demonstrating that we fall it is normal, ladies. It is normal if you find yourself um, responding to these triggers in a negative way. It is normal to find yourself um, just battling your mind. And that is a part of being human and sinful by nature. We fall, but God is there. And I just picture this visual of him reaching out his hand and, and pulling us out of this and lifting us up and just standing us on solid ground, rooted um, in the foundation of scripture and the Bible and who he says you are. And so let's go down that path instead. So this is the part of the show where I get to bless you with the ways that God has worked in my heart and given me strategies to choose him in those times. And my husband always tells me and reminds me of how I am a completely different person than when we first got married um, early on in like 
early years of marriage and before I was married, whenever I faced a hard moment, I would completely shut down. I would get all up in my head with um, negative self-talk and those lies that we talk about and I would just shut down. I wouldn't want to talk to anybody. I would just want to be in my room, curled up in a ball and not process what was happening. And I just started to feel really anxious about everything and just started to ramble on with these lies about who I am. Um, And it's just so neat to look at the past several years and how God has worked so much in my heart um, just to open me up, to allow me to have conversations with my husband and friends, um, to talk about my feelings and share that with others, um, and just to find ways to listen to God's voice of truth um, through scripture and songs and just some other uh, resources that I'm going to share with you. So I just want to start with a verse before I jump into those strategies Um, from Romans 12 verse 2. It says, do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. And so ladies, we have a choice. We have a choice to make in those moments to not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed formed by the renewing of our mind. So let's look at nine. I wanted to make it 10, but I could only think of nine um, different strategies to help you to break the spiral that our minds try to take us on. So number one is acknowledge that Satan exists. He is actively in your mind, trying to make you doubt yourself and God's goodness. He is feeding you and telling you lies. And we see this all throughout the Bible in the New Testament when Satan is there tempting Jesus, trying to cause him to sin. And um, it says that Satan is, is the ultimate deceiver. And so he is there in your head trying to make you fall. So acknowledging that those feelings and that those lies are not from God. They are from Satan. He is there in your head trying to make you sin. So number one, acknowledge that Satan exists. Number two is scripture. Um, When we face different situations in our lives, we want to be reminded of scripture and what God says, because the Bible is the true word of God. Um, And so a couple of um, different different strategies that I have for you is one, write down scripture. Um, So I like to journal. I like to write out verses. It helps me to um, just get get better at memorizing it. Um, So write out scripture and put it in prominent places around your house. So maybe you want to put a verse up like on your mirror or your door or your fridge or places that are just going to, you're going to see and be reminded of how Christ views you um, and his love for you. Um, and then also with scripture, memorizing key scripture verses. So there are different, so many different verses in the Bible. And I encourage you, yes, to read um, like the context of the Bible or of the verse that you're reading. Um, but there are just so many verses that will meet us right where we're at, what we're going through, the struggles that we're facing. Um, and so having different verses in your head or maybe written out um, for when you face different uh, circumstances, you can pull on those verses and be reminded of them. So I wanted to share with you just a couple of my favorite verses. And after this episode, you can go and look them up. So when I am feeling weak, and this was very specific to those newborn postpartum days when I was just feeling so weak. Um, 2 Corinthians 12 verse 9 was my rock that I held to. 
when I am feeling anxious. Um, Philippians 4 verse 7 or verses 6 to 7 Philippians 4 verses 6 to 7 uh, for when I'm feeling anxious and I will put these in the show notes as well so you don't have to try to remember all of them Um, specific to my body when I'm looking at my body and saying negative things about my body Psalm 139 verse 14 Um, looking to the future so things that are, are coming in the future and if I'm feeling anxious about that Proverbs 3, verse 5 to 6. Um, And then the last one I want to share is when I'm feeling alone. Hebrews 12, verses 1 to 3. So I would encourage you to go and look these verses up. Um, Maybe write them down somewhere so that when you're feeling weak or anxious or um, worrying about your future, you can look to these verses to have um, right there at your fingertips. So that is number two, which is looking to scripture. Number three, listening to worship music. So this can be just such a great way to remind us of who Christ is um, and who we are in Christ. I really challenge you as you're listening to worship music to listen to the words of the songs and just reflect on what it is telling you about God. Um, Again, this can be so specific to what you're facing. I have specific songs that I pull out in specific um, scenarios. So I think I shared this in one of my first episodes, but one of my all-time favorite songs to listen to when I'm feeling anxious, which I listen to all the time in the middle of the night when I was breastfeeding, is House of God Forever by John Foreman. Um, And then another favorite, which I actually just... um, a friend sent it to me uh, pretty recently, a couple of months ago, because we were talking about these lies in our head that we start to believe. And she blessed me with this song and it's called Fear is a Liar by Zach Williams. Um, So again, I have very specific songs that I I like to play um, in different circumstances. So number four is um, reading books and listening to podcasts. And again, again, I keep saying this, but there are so many um, great resources out there for you, no matter what you are facing. So that speak specifically to the topic that you find you are being fed lies about. So maybe it's lies about your body or motherhood or your job. There are so many amazing resources out there. So if you want to chat and um, get more resources, I would love to chat with you and just share some of my favorite books and podcasts but I want to recommend four to you right now number one get out of your head by Jenny Allen I have recommended this time and time again on my podcast all-time favorite Um, sorry that is her book um, get out of your head and then she also has a podcast as well called made for this I believe Um, number two is lioness arising by Lisa Bevere Um, and this book I was struggling with my abilities as a leader as a wellness coach Um, and actually my coach and mentor sent this to me because she knew that I was struggling with that Um, Number three for mothers, Risen Motherhood, which I've shared already before. And then number four, which is one that I just recently started listening to, um, is called The Real Life Podcast by Alyssa Bethke. And that has just been a blessing to me and a couple other women in my life the past couple of weeks. Um, Okay, moving on. Number five, set boundaries with social media. So a couple things that have helped me, um, having a Sabbath day, having a day completely free of social media, Um, limiting your time on social media, um, putting a bedtime on it so you can actually in the settings of, I have an iPhone, but you can actually put like settings on it. And my husband has the password for that. Um, Unfollowing people 
that are not life-giving. Um, and then another one that has helped me is using my computer because I'm less likely to scroll that way. Number six is pray. Um, not only for yourself, but I heard this on the Real Life podcast by Elizabeth Key. She was in- interviewing Emily McCormick. Um, And she was saying to pray for those that you're comparing yourself to. So as you're scrolling social media or after you get together with friends and you start to to think negatively about other women and wish that you were more like them, um, you can pray for them. Maybe somebody just got... um, a new job and you're you're feeling jealous of them for that job pray for them thank god that they are blessed with that job and that opportunity um and i have i think that is just such a great idea to pray for those that you're comparing yourself to to uplift them um, rather than think negatively about them number seven is practicing gratitude so writing out three things a day that you're thankful for i try to do this at the beginning of my day it doesn't always happen but also when you catch yourself spiraling say three things that you're thankful for about who you are and remind yourself of the way that god has blessed you an amazing book um, resource is 1000 gifts by ann voskamp amazing so good all about practicing gratitude number eight is finding accountability and when i say this i mean finding accountability um, in real life But then also for myself, um, I have an amazing online community as well. But just having women in your life that you can turn to when you catch yourself spiraling, who you can send a quick text to or check in online with your community. I do that with my Strength Squad community and just ask for prayer. Um, Maybe go for coffee with a friend. But women who are going to be there to pray for you, let you know that you're not alone and encourage you where you are at. And number nine, this is just an extra challenge be real about your own life with others and um, so as you're talking with people share your struggle name your struggle um, share it with others I cannot tell you how often I am sharing a struggle of mine and someone else says me too and this just breaks the power of the lies that we hear to know that we're not alone know that we're not the only ones facing this Um, and know that we're in this together. Um, And then maybe you too can be a blessing to others. And so as you're posting on social media or um, sharing things about your life with others, um, be real. Make sure that you share with them that you have struggles, that you are human, that you um, have this battle in your mind because maybe you can then bless someone else in knowing that they are not alone. So let me remind you those nine strategies for standing firm in Christ when you start to spiral. Number one, acknowledge that Satan exists. Number two, fill your head with scripture. Three, listen to worship music. Four, read books and podcasts. Five, set boundaries with social media. Six, pray for those you are comparing yourself to. Seven, practice gratitude. Eight, find accountability. And nine, be real with others about your own life. Okay, ladies. Let me just finish off this episode by praying for you. Father God, I just thank you. I thank you, God, that you um, have brought me so far. And it is only by your grace and your love, God, that you have um, just given me tips and strategies and ways, God, to stand firm. And I catch myself being triggered all the time, God, by the battle in my mind. And 
I fail, I spiral, I um, go to uh, negative self-talk, God, but I just thank you that you have um, just lifted me up out of that pit and given me a way to stand firm in who you are, God. And so I thank you for these ways that you have taught me um, to instead turn to you and instead fill my head with truth. And so God, I pray for my listeners. I pray for those that are listening to this podcast right now. God, wherever they are at, would you meet them? You know their struggles. You know the lies that fill their head, God. And so I just pray, Father God, that you would start to fill their head with truth. One truth at a time. God, I pray that you would um, just fill their minds with scripture and songs and words of encouragement. God, I pray that they would find community and accountability and women that can uplift them and pray for them and help them know that they are not alone. And so uh, God, I just pray pray that if they are feeling um, alone and weak and vulnerable right now, God, that you would just comfort them, strengthen them, fill them with your Holy Spirit to pull them out of this, God, so that they can stand firm in who you are. And so I just thank you um, and praise you for who they are um, and God, that you would just bless us as we go from here. Thank you so much for listening along with this episode. I pray that it was a blessing to you and that you learned something new about having a Christ-centered wellness journey. If you liked this episode, please share it with a friend, post it to your social media, and tag me so I can personally thank you. Another way to support me is to leave me a review. I would love to hear what you liked about this episode. Check out the episode notes for any resources from this episode and ways to connect with me. Also, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss the next one. May God bless you along your own wellness journey as you strive to take care of your mind, body, and soul, keeping Christ the center of it all. Hope to chat with you again soon.